Hello, welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast, where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again. And this is going to be a continuation from last week. I told you guys about the portion of the conversation that me and Jay lost last week and because we were feeling very gracious we stayed on the call a little bit longer and redid that portion of the show as best we could I hope you guys enjoy the show I hope you think it's amazing because I do despite losing the original which I believe was even more spectacular yes ma'am yes sir It was an amazing show, but I pray, I pray you get what you need from this one. Either way, thank you for joining me once again. Please get into this episode and I'll talk to you in a bit. All right now. Redemption. What does it mean to you? So redemption to me is like a mixture of like personal growth, um, forgiving yourself, and like a bit of like looking for acceptance again. Um, it, it comes in multiple forms because I know a lot of people want redemption. I know we see it with celebrities. I know um, there are people that we want in our lives and we want to be redeemed. Um, but yeah, it comes in multiple forms, but those are the main three things where you like have to forgive yourself. You need to grow from this experience and you also kind of need, um, or you feel the need for acceptance. What about Mm -hmm. you? For me, you know, when I hear the word redemption, like I immediately connected to church. It's like something God has to do for you, or it's something personal. Like I hear the song, my soul has been redeemed. So it's like, it's like, it's like something that you have to work towards, but when it happens, it might just be something you've come to realization with and no one else. So I feel like more than anything, it's personal. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like, like once you feel like you've reached this point to where you've made everything that was wrong, right. And you can move forward. Then maybe that's your permission to go after what you were, you wanted opposed to saying, you know what I've, I I've done wrong and I deserve this punishment. Right. Right. Cause I feel like that's what you're being redeemed from. Right. You're being redeemed from wrongdoing. Like redemption is actually the payment for what you did wrong. And now you've been redeemed from it. So you can move freely. Right. Yeah. But I also think like in this era of like that we live in now with like social media and all that stuff in a court of public opinion, like some people, and if they have enough people behind them can feel like you didn't, you didn't suffer enough. Um, Mm. where you can't like, they're like, Oh, they got off with just that. And I'm not even saying that from speaking from a place of privilege or anything like that. I just feel like even when people lose money or they, like you, like you said, they have to like, um, they lose their spot somewhere. It is a thing that they do where they're like, and I don't think that's enough. And I'm like, well, what what else do you want them to do? Like, what what else would what else would you have them suffer through? 
Um, and I and I get it. I mean, listen, the devil's always going to get his due. Um, <laughs> but but sometimes it, it is easier just to be like, it, you know what? Uh, I think this is enough. I think they've learned their lesson. Um, and that varies from person to person. Right. But like, so like you said, the, the court of public opinion, I feel like they make it harder. I fact, in fact, I feel like they make judgments more frequently and they make it harder for an individual to actually redeem themselves. Like, I feel like they're the ones that's taking people to task more so than anything else. It's like they're the one digging up the dirt. They're the one, you know, spreading it out, like telling everybody this is who did this and they did it this at this point. Like, I feel like they make it harder for anyone else. And I feel like you may never get it from the 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 court of public opinion. I feel like they may never redeem you. They may never deem you worthy again. So that's why I feel like it's it has to be personal. Yeah, absolutely. I I absolutely agree. I think that's the thing that we live in in this time, right? It's the same people who make you famous are the same people who take you down. So yeah, it's you know I I built up all these fans or I built up all these listeners or viewers or whatever it is. Um, and in the moment that we do something wrong or say something wrong or make a mistake, those are the same people like shooting you down. And being like, dang, that's, I mean, okay, I made a mistake. Whether you, you want to, you know, uh, do, you know, meet with your PR team and try to correct it publicly or, you know, step away and be like, oh, look, man, I just, I need to sort this out because maybe I, I went about this all wrong. Um, like you said, they're, they're already making up their minds. It, you know, the moment it comes out, the headline pops up or, the wrong pictures on the internet, Twitter is right on. That's real time. Those are people's gut reactions or the, the way they feel right now. Nobody's sitting back and being like, wait, let me let me see some more details or let me hear from this person's side. It's just, nope, this, uh, I, this is, I saw it and I need to comment on this right now because this is the way I feel right now. Right. And, and unfortunately, like, it goes beyond that. Like my my concern is that people are always going to be stuck like at a certain level of like success because of things that they've done mm. like when they were younger. So like for example, Doja Cat, like she was going viral. Mm-hmm. You know, her Be Hello Moo song was getting hot, mm-hmm. and somebody somewhere found that she made some you know, negative comments about, she, she, it was about um, homosexuality, right? Yes, yes, yeah, anti-gay anti slurs. Yeah, and then for you know it, like, I, I I didn't see any more of her. Like, I was seeing her everywhere, and once I heard that, like, that was it. Now, she might have still been going viral, but for whatever reason, like, that had, you know, nipped her in the bud. Like, where is she? Is she, is she still trending upwards? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah, I I think for her in her situation, it was really weird because, like, she she was trending upward, like you said. But I always wonder when things like that happen, who is the person? Like, I I think is that a thing that is considered like hate? Because 
somebody always finds the tweets when somebody else is going viral. Like I never see these tweets any other time. Nobody's just randomly on a just some Tuesday being like, "Hey, look, there's this is rapper Doja Cat that y'all never heard about, but she said this thing uh, anti-gay slur, and I ain't really feeling it." And we probably will be true. like, "Dang, that's crazy!" But the moment that person is like on top, they didn't release the album. They they in another movie. They doing a press run for something, or it's all over the place. They're like, "Hey." By the way, since all of y'all are paying attention to this person, this is a thing that they did 10 years ago, and and I still don't like it. And y'all shouldn't like it either. That's the thing that's that is weird to me. But that's true because she this wasn't her first record. Like, she's been out. Mm-hmm. She's, and, like, you're right. She's trending. And so let's let's just nip this in the bud. It's like, you mean tell me Nikki got a team and she hating on anybody up and coming? I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, but that's true though. Like I I it's all about how much we really like you. Like if we like you enough, we'll let some things slide. And now I'm not even right. saying that from a place of like like privilege, right? Where you're just being like, "Well, I'm not gay uh or I'm not LGBTQ, so I don't that thing that she said doesn't bother me." Um is one of those things where people on both sides of the fence have been like, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, that's not a big deal to me. Oh, like you said, they took her age into consideration or they took that thing. I think the thing that people are kind of like not letting slide is, did you grow up with the internet or did you grow up on the internet? Because there's wow. there's that thing where you're like, oh, you grew up in the age where like you could look up, you could Google this thing and know not to say these gay slurs. Or... Were you older and did this thing slip by you kind of thing? But she's in that age range where people are like, no, you definitely were around for like ad campaigns and stuff where like you shouldn't be bashing. um, You shouldn't be bashing LGBTQ folks at all. And and you should know better. And I think she was in that space or in that space to be like. I don't know if I knew better and it was a mixture of kind of like yeah I don't care and so I think people had to pick do I like her enough or do I like this song enough to let this slide and hopefully she'll grow from it or nope this is the thing I can't I can't rock with her because I think when we say a person is canceled we need to say that they are canceled for the individual who is talking not as a collective But what does that what does that mean? Like, oh, so you're saying like the person who's canceling them, they're canceling them personally, not yes. everybody. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because everybody tries to do like, oh, like whoever has a platform, they always try to say that somebody else, oh, this person is canceled, and then other people, if like I said, if they like the person who has a platform and says that this other person is canceled, then they kind of don't care one way or the other. We're like realistically, we're not invested in Doja Cat. So if uh, somebody that I liked personally was like, Doja Cat is canceled, I would be like, okay, well, I'm not really buying Doja Cat stuff anyway, so um, it's not hard for me not to purchase an album or not follow her or purchase a song. So I can also jump on the, yeah, she is canceled, and I'm just going to act like I canceled her too. Versus people who are like, I'm really going to still go to the concert. I'm going to wear my cow outfit and I'm going <laughs> and I'm going to show up and move along with the rest of the people in the crowd. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I forgive her. It's water under the bridge. Or, yeah, people act dumb about this thing anyway. Might as well just continue to live my life. It's fine. 
Right. I feel like it's just too much work. I feel like it is too much to stay on top of as far as like what issue should I be aware of today and what side should I be on regarding this issue? Like I feel I feel like I feel like people who I guess are benefiting the most from, you know, social, you know, from from like the, the social medias and things like that. I feel like they may do the most work to make sure they're saying the right thing and they're on the right side of the issues mm. because, you know, they're benefiting, but I don't feel like it's real. I feel like, you know, saying the right thing is too much like, you know, being in church, faking in front, Ooh. saying the right thing, doing what, you know, is quote unquote the righteous thing to do, but it's not real at the end of the day. You know, like, how do you really feel? Because that's what I feel is the truth. That's what I'm clinging to. How do you really feel? You know, and if she was ignorant in that moment and her youth or whatever, she gets that pass. And I'm so upset or so frustrated with like people like me who didn't have to worry about like a Twitter or a Facebook to, you know, record all the dumb things I wanted to post about back in the day. Mm -hmm. But here these people go like all this stuff is just back there saved waiting to be looked up and for for the most part to me it feels like somebody is seeking revenge on anybody like when you say like it's hate like I definitely it feels like hate it feels like hate like we will not let her shine we don't know why she's just not gonna get to shine right now we're gonna find anything and everything to put on her and we're gonna hold it against her because because we just don't want her to shine right now and it sucks I just, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I feel like it's way too much work. I feel like you should just, I'm not going to say just run around being disrespectful, Mm -hmm. but definitely be honest. Like, don't say things because you want people to look at you in a certain light. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Because I feel like at the end of the day, when when you really, when you really are passionate about something, that's going to freeze you and you ain't going to be able to say nothing because it's not going to line up with your mm-hmm. front. It's like it's not going to line up with your front. Right. It's not. Right. So it's like, mm-mm, I, I, don't, I don't understand how we are making so big of a deal of everybody and chasing around, I guess, maybe their, their, negative, their negative points in their life. Like, I feel like we shouldn't, we sh- no one should be able to hold anyone accountable for things they said when they were young. Yeah. Not what they said. Maybe what they did, but not what they said. So I can agree. I can agree to that. Uh, I can agree to that in a way. But so so what we do, we do this other thing where we place our morals on other people. Ah, and yes. And then if our morals don't line up, then we just assume that they are wrong because they don't move the way we move. So you do this thing, like, Doja Cat, you said this thing. I can't believe you would say that because I wouldn't say that. And since you said it, <laughs> you are wrong. And like, <laughs> and that's, that's just kind of the way it is. But then on the flip, like, since, you know, since the topic is like redemption, like what is, what realistically are we looking for from her or anybody who has done something wrong to other people to see, to be like, Okay, they got it, or they they're headed in the right direction to where they will be better. It, we just kind of doing this thing where like you are wrong and we won't forgive you and you will forever be wrong. Um, 
But we don't know what it looks like to be headed in the right direction. So we're just going to keep calling you wrong. And then we're going to mark this down because they, much like podcasting, you timestamp <laughs> the time that they did wrong. And then you bring that up again later where you're like, okay, remember back in 2013, you said something. And then in 2018, we brought it up again and you didn't acknowledge it. Hopefully you don't come out with another hit song because then we'll bring both of these things up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you'll have to uh you'll have to address them at some point um right like you said we're stacking up I, I don't know it's like we're constantly trying to build a case on people all the time and they really really they can't win for losing because it's like you said it before where it we we want them to apologize or we feel like oh why they apologize and it's just their you know PR wrote something for them they don't really mean it it's not genuine or you know it's the other thing where we want them to just leave it alone because if if they bring it up again we was about to let it go and they brought it up and so now it's like why well, I was gonna forgive you but you bring it up again so now I can't forgive you it's like we we can't win for losing it's like we're always upset like these people can't win once you mess up you've messed up unless we like you and you have this infinite amount of passes mm-hmm. yeah. and who, who who has who tell me who right now has the infinite amount of passes in the celebrity world right now man I is it Beyonce it, see so I don't think Beyonce messes up I don't I don't think there's, I, there's no <laughs> So here's here's the thing. Like I I got in trouble for bringing up Beyonce being clumsy, and then people got mad at me. Like she not no. really be falling down. She be falling down. <laughs> she don't mess up. That's the thing you they, miss. It's like black men don't cheat, and Beyonce don't mess up. Okay, we'll we'll shout out to them. But I mean, so realistically, right? So so realistically, like even with the Beyonce thing, when I was like she clumsy, they was like that's on gravity's fault. Gravity won't working right. And I'm like, okay, I, you know what? I'll let that slide. But I, I think it really matters if we really like you. I think Kevin Hart is probably the biggest, um, the biggest example for some people, right? So, mm. um, and to be honest, I'm real iffy about the men who do the like I'm a family man person um, mm. when they. I, I mean, shout out to them. There's there's no shots or whatever, but is that's what he wanted to be right like i'm a, i love my family my family's the best thing that ever happened to me i'm so happy i finally got you know my wife and my and my kids and everything's happy and then something out of the ordinary or ordinary i guess depending on your lifestyle happens right. and then you um you see the other way and then once again we're placing our morals well, i thought you was a family man and this thing and how could you kevin and it's that thing where you're like, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, the image I was portraying to y'all is true. I do love my family, but y'all don't know <laughs> the, right. the temptation was too high that day and whatever. Yeah. It's like they're, they're setting themselves up for that fall. Right. Um, and you're just like, you can kind of like avoid that if you don't put that label on yourself. Mm-hmm. I get that. Like you should, I don't, I don't know. Like I feel like whether you're labeling yourself or portraying yourself to be a certain way or not, I feel like in the event that something happens, mm-hmm. you know, and people are like upset with you, I feel like the public shouldn't rush to judge, mm-hmm. right? 
Okay. We we shouldn't we shouldn't rush to judge. Like we shouldn't be on this thing where you know, like the wish, like I, you got to have a certain color on mm-hmm. on a certain day. You can't be seen if you don't have on green. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you if you are not like doing if you're not where you need to be in the public eye, then you're in trouble. And I feel like that's a prison. Like you know, I'm serious about my prisons and these pedestals and things like that. Like I don't I don't like them. I don't play like that. I feel like there's a freedom in just being who you are, and even in those mistakes. Right. Because we're going to learn from those mistakes. Everybody is not always going to have the experience in life that taught them how to have compassion in this particular area. You know, I know it's unfortunate. And, you know, people, you know, we we talked about having certain privileges or whatnot, but everybody hasn't experienced everything that they need to experience in life to have like a certain set of information regarding different topics, whether it be, you know, homosexuality, whether it be, you know, you know, women's rights, whatever the case may be, whatever it is. And I feel like we are just too eager to criticize someone for not knowing what we know, you know, for, for not, for not, you know, seeing it the way we see it. Like you said, like a lot of times people are just listening to hear their opinion come out of your mouth and when it doesn't they're just like oh what they talking about you know it's like i feel like we, we're messing up because we're not the same and it's like we it's impossible for us to be the same right like so do we not have freedom to be who we are or or do we have this this expectation for perfection which means everyone is failing mm. that's deep. everyone we're all failing if that's the case. And like the, the court of public opinion. Oh my goodness. Like what, who wins against them? Who? The, who? Cause like you said, if it's not Beyonce and Kevin Hart's are probably a decent example of people we like and forgive. Who are we forgiving? Who are we forgiving? Cause I feel like right now we're just taking everybody to task. Everyone, anyone, you name them. They're in trouble. For some reason, go another, and if they're not in trouble, give them some time. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's going to happen. I think, I think what we're doing is one by one tearing each other down. Um, and it's a mixture of things. Like, no, it's this is the very much like sword in a stone kind of thing. Like, are you worthy enough every day? Mm. And it's a very like, you know. It, it, the the sword being fame and celebrity and being the voice for all people or the voice for most people and each person that goes viral or goes to this thing they get up there and they they perform for us they make us smile they make us laugh or cry or whatever it is they move us to some emotion and then somebody comes along like you said and brings up some old tweets an old Facebook post an old interview an old this thing um and they're like yeah you you don't get to do that because you're not worthy for this thing you did five years ago or a year ago or two years ago or however long ago because you didn't we feel like you're the same person and without ever having the conversation of being like did you did you learn from this because it could easily be a conversation about like hey this you did this thing back in 2013 or 2014 or whatever year it is that you mess up. When 
when that happened, did you, how did you feel after whatever you got exposed or whatever it was when that happened then? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a terrible experience. Blah, 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 blah. And talk through it. It's just kind of like, we never, we never get the end results. We only get when it blows up and then that person either goes away for a while and comes back or we end up not talking about it until they become, or their, their stars on the rise again. Right. Right. So, so I have, I have two examples. So the first one I have, and it's not really a celebrity, but it's one where there was a superintendent in KDISD where he stepped down from his position because the, the, the child he bullied when he was like in seventh grade, I think came out and spoke about him giving him swirlies when they were in school. And I was just like, at that point, that's when I was just like, wait a minute, what if, what if they're just people that are just sitting around plotting revenge for like 40 years <laughs> and waiting for people to, you know, hit, hit that point of success in their life to where they can strike and just knock out everything and everything that they were working towards and say, no, you're not going to get this. I feel like a large part of why we need to be redeemed is because somebody's been plotting revenge on our life. You know, mm. like somebody is back there just like, no, 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 you're not going to get too far. You rest assured. You will see your day. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get you Henry Higgins, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like they, it's like they are, they are waiting for that perfect moment to just make someone fail. And so I'm real leery about that. But as far as like a success story, somebody who, uh was really doing bad the guy who plays tony starks in the um iron man oh yeah robert downey jr yeah robert downey jr like at one point was like on drugs really bad always in the rehab like Mm -hmm. it was it almost thought he was gonna lose his you know his career in hollywood and then he goes away for a long time and he resurfaces as like a megastar, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it can happen, but how long do you want to stay away? Like, yeah. But, for, but see, in his, in his, for him, like, good on him, like, he's an older star, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't even know about that. Like, a lot of people don't even tie him to that. You know, I guess I've been here, been around long enough to know and remember that type of thing, but he did go through something, and here he is today. And I guess he knows he better stay away from any, you know, alcohol or drug that would send him back down that path or have people putting that, putting two and two together for him. But other than that, like, look at him. But he was gone for a while. Yeah, I remember that, too. So that also lets me know that I have been around for a little bit. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, he used to. He was. He did have a really bad thing. But I, I, I think that also those two things fall into once again, if we really like you, um, because but did we? Because he got in a lot of trouble. I I think his was all about timing. Yeah, but that's one of those things too. Like when you're in Hollywood or when you're in the entertainment field, right? Like we like that. So the opposite thing that I look at because I do compare uh, Robert Downey Jr. to Charlie Sheen because those dudes mm-hmm. were both like really. They were really famous around the same time. They were the Hollywood bad boys, and it was that thing. And then Robert Downey Jr. struggled with drugs, and Charlie Sheen did 
for a while. And then it got out of hand for both of them. And then Robert Downey Jr. is the person who decided to like, I need to get my life together. These are the, I'm losing friends. I'm losing family members. Um, marriages are being broken up. And then Charlie Sheen kind of stayed on that path, even all the way up until like recently, until the, like, you know, you, you know, while HIV, fell apart. Yeah. Right, right, where HIV is not a death sentence, but now he's like, I'm HIV positive, I still do mm-hmm. drugs, and I live in this reckless lifestyle. Um, and so you kind of see that thing too. And people, and I still really like Charlie Sheen in a way because right. he's like, oh, this person is, I, I can't even tell if you're living a reckless life, but it's like him being reckless is the joke. Where you're like, right. oh, yeah, no, look, this could happen to you. This is what happens when you have too much pain. Um, mm-hmm. And then Robert Downey Jr. is also the the model for being like, yeah, you can come back from this. You can come back from rock right. bottom. Um, right. And I think that's as, even us as podcasters, when we feel like our star is on its way up. I've had conversations with people who are like, yeah, I had to go back and delete some old tweets or I had to go take some, you know, Facebook posts down. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't want to wait till, you know, I'm trying to get on loudspeakers or I'm trying to get on whatever, you know, some other big network and being like, yeah, I'm trying to get on there. And I don't want to wait till, you know, it's my time and somebody come with some old tweets. Like, I don't, you know, I don't oh, want to Listen, I, I, you know what? I feel like it's inevitable, whether it's a Facebook tweet or uh, whatever. I feel like if somebody wants to... um put dirt on your name they're gonna find something and that's and i guess like for me i guess the redemption thing while i know it's important and but it's important personally Mm -hmm. i feel like there has to be a certain level of like understanding when it comes to who you are and what you do you Mm -hmm. know like i feel like the two can intertwine but they have to remain separate you know you 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 can't you can't make you can't turn into what you do you know because right. what you do will never be who you truly are mm-hmm. so I guess at the at the core of it I need people to know like regardless of what people see and what they take from things you've said in the past or how they even receive you today mm-hmm. that you are still someone who is a work in progress like you're never gonna not be a work in progress like you're always being worked on and I guess for me I don't want this this focus on uh doing being perfect to wear on the personality and like the 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 good in people because then I feel like if you are working this hard to be so perfect so no one can throw dirt on your name and there's nothing you can do about it honestly mm-hmm. I feel like it 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 takes away from the the beauty of what you bring you know mm-hmm. i feel like it takes away from like the talent the gift itself like i feel like we can't be worried about that like we can't be so success focused to where we are fearful of living a complete life i'm not saying you know say awful things and you know don't care about it i'm saying understand that you are a person and you have been on this evolution and you you know for a fact you aren't who you were then but at the same time nobody everybody is changing like when the times change and and being woke is no longer popular 
guess who gonna go back on the people who who got woke tweets and who go, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what if that happens? Yeah, what if that happens? Because we we change whenever we get ready to change, we 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 switch, we shift focus. So what happens when being woke is a bad thing? People gonna go delete all their woke tweets? They're not gonna be uh, conscious no more. What's gonna happen? What's yeah. gonna happen? Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like so so like. At the end of the day, if you know it wasn't like malicious, like I don't, I don't see wasting time or stressing about things that you knew you didn't know were going to impact you today. Like I, like whoever, whoever that is, I'm just like chill out, chill out. Because if they need to hold something against you, you don't even know what it is to go delete it. Okay, mm. <laughs> it is, it is done to you already. People don't need much to run with. But it's like that shouldn't you shouldn't be worried about that type of thing. Nobody should be worried about that type of thing. I feel for the people who are afraid to do anything in life because their their past is sketchy. I, I my heart goes out to them. Mm. Cause they will never self-actualize. They will never get to be who they truly are because their past is sketchy. And somebody's gonna hold it against them and it's been hunting them. It's just like uh, going to jail for whatever you've done wrong and you know whatever whatever thing whatever negative thing impacted your life because you had to go to jail getting out of jail and rehearsing all the things you went to jail for it's like you're still in jail you know mm-hmm. like what's what what is life yeah i mean that's in a way like they want you you're giving those other people power whether it be the prison system or like you said if People have already decided they don't like you and they're not going to root for you. And anytime you do something, they're going to try to tear that down. Then um, you're giving all that you're giving all the power to them. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think there is um, a fair amount of like people who do that, where they're essentially like, I don't want, you know, I don't want no smoke with these people or I don't really want to, you know, I have to combat them because we see that with celebrities. We see that with everyday folks. People get drugged every day on all kinds of social media platforms about any and everything. Right. But yeah. the the thing about it is, like you said, they'll never get to the point where they're just like, look, man, I made a mistake. This sucks. Um, you know, or I had to not do that. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna have to work through it and get to where I'm trying to go. Like, you know, this was, I was on a journey to go be this thing, the biggest media person or the sports star or whatever it is that we're trying to do. Um, and and this was a hiccup in you know or whatever a speed bump in the road of life as I like to call it um, mm-hmm. that that jarred me back into a position where you essentially have to be like yo you rehab you have to do this thing and have to get your mind right because if you're trying to achieve that thing that you want um yeah you need to get your mind right and stay focused on that so doing other things that don't matter or doing things um, that aren't on your path are going to mess you up. And people really do struggle with that because they want to win the court of public opinion because that in turn extends your 15 minutes of fame. It's back. It's all circles back to if we really like you. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, if we really like you and we enjoy your 15 minutes, we will give you an additional 15 minutes. It's, it's essentially like, (laughs) it's essentially like, uh, like a calling card or something. Like, okay, mm. you your time is running out. But if you do something else that we like while the spotlight is on you, we will give you an additional 15 minutes, which is why I, I kind of... 
came up with that slogan, like, you got to grind really hard now because when it's your turn in the light, you got to capitalize on it. Man, I, that, I like that little um, calling card uh, analogy. That's good. <laughs> feel like you got 15 minutes yeah <laughs> you got 15 <laughs> minutes so you better do something else that we like uh, oh my god and that's back to your like your doja cat like assessment right like like she had been out she had been out and nobody was talking about it we she dropped the cow thing and we was oh hey doja cat do something somebody else. felt threatened yeah somebody felt threatened <laughs> so yeah and we was like all right your 15 minutes about to be up and like you said i didn't hear nothing else from her after the cow thing and I mean, yeah, she's doing concerts and selling shows, and that's dope. And I'm, I'm sure her attendance has went up. Um, but that's one of those things. Like, there are other people who didn't get their 15 minutes because we dug up some old tweets. We found something else that we didn't like or found an interview or whatever it was. And they didn't, you know, they didn't feel like they needed to explain that to us. Um, the other thing that we don't do <laughs> we do it in private, but we don't do it in public. We don't ever say that ain't none of my business or that don't have nothing to do with me. And I ain't talking about it from a place of being like somebody, um, some community has been done wrong and we like that ain't got nothing to do with me. If it's an interpersonal thing or whatever, we don't go, that ain't really got nothing to do with me. And I still like their music or I still like their movies. Um, we we do try to take them on as like a whole thing, like like a family member or somebody that we know personally. And like, man, I can't believe that they would do that. Man, that's crazy. And I'm like, look, man, uh, I didn't feel good when Mel Gibson was talking crazy, but I know he wasn't talking to me. And I still like <laughs> Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I'm like, damn, okay. I'm sorry. He's talking to that lady. But man, I love when he shot that dude at the end at Christmas time. Like, <laughs> But think about it. Think about it. Even then, even then, like, we weren't so harsh. The public, the court of public opinion was not as harsh it is, as it is today. Mm. It just isn't. Like, no, like, things really passed and, you know, moved right along back then. Like, now, let me tell you, like, things, like, I know, like, in three days or so, like, it's going to be the story and then it's going to be over. Mm. But people don't get canceled. Like, people weren't getting canceled back then like they getting canceled today. Oh, yeah. Like people, people getting canceled left and right because of whatever thing, whatever. We just don't like it. Like, honestly, like I was in, uh, I was on Twitter and Twitter's dangerous for me right now because like, there's so many things that I don't agree with and I don't have to say anything about, but I'm just like, mm. really, this is a thing, you know? So basically it makes sense, but. I, I really don't want to go there. Like, I don't want to be this deep. Like, sometimes I see stuff that's entirely too deep, and I'm like, I don't want to be this deep right now. So, it was a boy, it was a video of a boy taking off a wave cap. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I might have heard about this, yeah. <laughs> and it's texture manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. And that basically saying it's like a form of self-hate and black men you know, go through just as much as women do. And I'm just like, I don't choose to be <laughs> this deep right yeah. now. Yeah. On to the next, you know? And it's that type of thing that you see and it's like everybody has an opinion about something, right? And yeah. I, I guess maybe we would all feel freer if we weren't exposed to so many different opinions because then we would realize that half of, like, that we could possibly make all the people that we care about happy 
But when you're exposed to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you realize there's such a large number of people that will never be happy with what mm. we think, what we do, mm. how we feel, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's just like, it's way too much. Way, way. <laughs> no, I'm with it. Uh, I had also heard that. And I thought that was a joke at first. I thought when <laughs> I, some uh, some lady I saw, do she was doing a video about waves, like how waves is a Eurocentric thing. Um, and it's a form of self-hate for black men. And I, when she was talking, I was laughing at my phone because I thought it was re- like I thought she was really doing like some fake hotel like thing. And I was like, oh, she is killing it up here. And then people was in the comments like, yeah, girl, tell them. And I was like, wait, hold up. She for real? And, no, it's real. It's real. And yeah, so and now I- I'm confused because I'm like, oh, man, so we can't wear wave caps no more. Like do rags is out. Let your soul glow, but you can't you can't be a Jerry curl because that also is texture manipulation. I just I guess you just gotta be in your raw nap, you know, just let it be, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like that's that thing that you just said. Like we gotta we out here being hypocrites. Like if I show up and my hair is nappy and my beard my beard's matted and I'm just out here being like. <laughs> I hey man, I just hey uh fine sister, I think you're looking lovely out here today. She gonna be like, if you don't get away from me, you homeless man, why what is wrong with you? And I'm like, no, I gotta I actually I have a house and and I have I have the utilities to look better than this, but I know if I wave my hair and do stuff to my beard that it's anti blackness and I don't wanna do that. So you're like, No, you look crazy. Get away from me. I just I just want to uh present that I <laughs> accept my blackness to yeah. the fullest extent. I love isn't my melanin. Isn't that what we're doing right now? Isn't isn't this it? And yeah. they're like, no, no, this is not it. Yeah, you, you, look, you look homeless. You look crazy. <laughs> and why you smell like Egyptian musk? Get out of here. <laughs> like, you approaching me was disrespectful. Like, I just I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, no. it's so weird. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. It's entirely too much and I, I i appreciate that we're learning more i love mm-hmm. that we're reading books I'm, I'm so happy that we're understanding all of the ways in which we we were brainwashed to you know not appreciate what we have to offer but on a certain level we do have to understand that everything that we were um we we've become accustomed to isn't bad you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not everything you know not everything and so it's just I don't know I just the redemption topic for me is like one of those things to where I personally no matter how bad of a thing someone has done I personally would that they get to the point to where they personally feel like they are redeemed um, and I pray that they don't need others to feel that way for them. And it could just be something between them and their uh, their God of choice. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, it's hard out here. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I think I think the thing with redemption for most people is we are also taught that it comes from other people. Um, 
that the other people need to forgive you. The other people need to accept you and you as a collective move on from any transgressions or incidents that you may have had. And then um, y'all can move forward. I think that's the part that I think in your previous show where, um, where the topic kind of stemmed from, which was the best thing that each party can do is release the other one um, so that they can heal individually. And then if time over time, you guys can come back together and either have a conversation or reconcile um, in some kind of way. But at the immediate uh, or at its apex, the best thing to do is to be separate. And I don't think a lot of times people seek redemption from within. They do that thing where they're like, like you said, I got to go to church. I got to go. Somebody's got to tell me it's going to be okay. Somebody's got to mm-hmm. tell me, uh, you know, either coach me through my wrongdoings and then kind of like, okay, we feel like you've learned or we feel like you've paid enough for this. Um, and then you get to come back and, you know, try again at whatever it is that you were doing. Um but nobody ever says like this kind of starts with you and it kind of ends with you. Um, mm-hmm. It also doesn't, we also don't have that conversation about people's anger, um, even on social media and with celebrities or with anybody that their anger at that time is valid. That's how they truly feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do mm-hmm. get to say, Hey, okay, this is a bit too much. Like, um, either have a conversation and move on or stop talking about it. Um, but your anger is valid. And I guess you can right. talk about it as long as you feel like you're still in that space. But the other thing is, which people get upset about is like, if one party moves on too quick, we're like, I ain't mad about that no more. And, and then people kind of feel like, oh, I'm so mad about it. So we can, we still got to talk about it. Which yeah, is what, that's, why we see the draggings go on for celebrities. Right. Um, some more than others. Um, like, uh, you know, I think Azalea Banks is probably like the prime one. Like anytime she pops up, we're like, this person doesn't get it. <laughs> Listen, I just feel like when it comes to likability mm-hmm. and the other, she she is definitely not that likable. And I don't know that much about her. But she's definite. Like so many people don't like her and speak to speak of her in such a negative tone mm. that I'm certain if I just looked on her little page, I would find something that I'd be like, "Oh no, this is not the way, the truth, nor the light." So I would not <laughs> be, I would not be participating with this Azalea Banks. No, thank you. So yeah, no, I I get it. I get it. I understand that. You know, it's definitely a big gap between who we like and who we don't like, who we see it for and who we don't want to see anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like I get it. It's a real thing. But to just bring out a little bit more on like uh, how to handle like redemption, because the conversation you came from like an episode of mine when I was talking about not leaving the door open for people that has hurt me before mm-hmm. and and people you know it's real hard because like there are people in our lives that we really really care about and we love mm-hmm. so we it's kind it's really difficult to just let people go because 
you you're mad at them or they hurt you. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to work past that and get to some kind of place of, you know, we can work this out and, and you know, still have something. Mm-hmm. But like when I was speaking on it where I was like uh, talking to T.G. Jakes while he was preaching. I was like, listen, I have to close this door. I, I'm not going to just sit up and sit up here and let them continue to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that came from a place to where it was like a repeat offender where they was just continuing to hurt me or maybe we were hurting each other. Maybe I was hurting them just as much as I felt like they were hurting me. And the reason I felt it was necessary to close that door is not to cut them off, but to set them free. Sometimes we are always like picking at our scabs. We claim we want to heal because we won't let people go. Right? Yeah. It's like have this thing to where we feel like if we keep them eventually what we need from them or what they need from us or whatever we told ourselves our relationship with this person should be, we'll finally get there. But sometimes what we need from that relationship, we've gotten a long time ago and we just won't accept that it's run its course. Mm. We won't accept that it is time. We won't accept that this was one of those reasons and seasons things that they talk about. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> we won't accept that. We won't do it. And sometimes it even goes as far as like people that we felt are like people that we always will deal with. We like Jay, you spoke on something like having to tell your mom. Like I know you did your best, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to have a conversation, I think, um, learning about, like, myself and, like, through most of this year, um, I had to have a conversation with, like, people that I truly did, like, I like, and people who have, who are, like, um, uh, pivotal parts of me growing up, but things that they taught me, like, they learned these lessons the hard way and then tried to instill things that happened to them into me. So whether they weren't loved right by a partner or something like that, um, and end up having a conversation with like a, a, like several people, um, where you're kind of like, "Yo, I know you did your best to, I know you did your best to like raise me or um, instill these type of like um, morals, but like th- there are other things that went lacking, and so now." not being a fully armed man making like poor decisions um kind of left and right almost or like going through cycles of where like um not communicating properly and also like doing this thing or thinking something like oh oh, y'all don't do that like (laughs) we uh doing things where you're like oh yeah this that's this not gonna fly um and so like doing the thing and the thing that men are necessarily afforded is like this trial and error lifestyle where it's essentially like not a lot of people get to do that where you just like i got it wrong with this woman let me try differently with this woman and then essentially by the time you get it right you get to look back at a trail of broken hearts and like uh upset people and to be like oh yeah i shouldn't have did that i wish i would have learned this a lot sooner um and and that's also a part of like the redemption story too, where you essentially kind of have to live with that regret as a grown up or as like a, a now a fully fleshed out person. Um, and so I think the the conversation I think even oh I feel like Stephanie said this 
on maybe like an Instagram post, which is like, yeah, if you learn this as a grown man, try to teach the young kids so they don't have to go through the same steps. Like these things that you're doing, this is like car- karmic violence doesn't necessarily have to happen. You guys can catch the young ones before they have to do the like, yeah, no, you're going to break a couple hearts or you're going to, you know, hurt these people or you're going to, you're going to move um, around foul where you don't have to do that. You could essentially stop that. You could break the cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think, and I think that's really smart. I do think the thing is um, when, when you're doing any of that, like conversations are really important, but like, that's the thing that we always hinge on is like, you have to get it from this other person. And I think the part about personal growth goes without like, um, goes without saying, even though that needs to be said where you're like, yeah, you should, say like you got to forgive yourself or right. you got to redeem yourself. Um, right. And then also it, because it teeters on that thing of being really performative as well, where you're like, we're not performative, but you are essentially doing it to just kind of like be out in front of people and being like, look what I learned. <laughs> and so right. and then people are like, yeah, no, we don't care. Like you either should have knew that already or like, let's just move on from this. Cause it's, it's dumb and we don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, and so like people like then you end up feeling weird because you're like, well, nobody gave me the like pat on the back I was looking for. Uh, and and then you, you know, then the South Delt sets in and all the other stuff without actually having that conversation. Like it really does start with you. Right. It definitely it. I, I 100 percent believe it starts with you. And that's another thing to why I say we need to free those people that we have those continuous um, harmful relationships with, whether it be, uh, you know, friend or family, however it is, we got to free those people because we don't understand that that track record that they're trying to disprove or work beyond is stuck in you. Like, like if you did something to me, I can't let that go for whatever reason, right? I can't let it go. And every time we have an interaction, I'm stuck with that track record of you hurting me. And even if you are working very hard in this moment to say, no, 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 I'm not hurting you right now. This is me trying to love you. And all I can see is the pain. The only thing I can do to help you is let you go. Cause I have to understand that you, even though I feel like you caused me the pain, you can't make me let go of the pain you caused me. And even if, even if you know that you are doing better now, you can't wait for me to confirm that you're doing better now. These are things that we have to determine for ourselves. We have to say, you know what? <laughs> I'm doing the work. I know I am not the person trying that, you know, that I used to be. I'm different today. And I, I'm going to give myself credit for being different today. And you, you have to be the one to say, you know what? I know what this person did to me and they don't feel like they're currently doing to me, but I feel like I feel. And if anybody's going to change me, it's going to be me. And I'm just not going to deal with it no more. Like sometimes, sometimes your improvement is not in the, um, in the positive direction, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to turn Sometimes you got to turn that, have that cold shoulder where you're cutting somebody off so you do have room 
to get your positive, you know. Mm, okay. Yeah, I see that. Because so, sometimes you do. Because because so, like a lot of times, like people will tell you, like, oh no, no, you have to be forgiving. You have to, you know, tell people and communicate through stuff. Well, sometimes you're not going to be able to. Sometimes you do need to create the space so you can get the time you need. Sometimes you have to accept that you're mad. Sometimes you have to sit in that anger. Sometimes. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes those things that we regret and we feel like it was wrong and we wish we hadn't have done, we had to do to get to where we are today. You know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is the breakthrough. Sometimes that is the wake-up call. Sometimes it is. No, that's real. No, and real talk, like you said, and and to add on to that, sometimes you got to snap off on somebody. <laughs> you you yes. got you got to fire off on them just to, just for your for matter of fact, you got to fire off on them for your peace of mind and their safety. Because right. this could this could fester into pure anger, which then turns into, and I ain't condoning this and I ain't saying y'all go out here and beat people up but it could turn into violence because sometimes right. you be like look I ain't got no words but all I got is these hands like right. <laughs> so, so um, sometimes no, you gotta fire off on them for real absolutely sometimes that is the indication that I have reached my wits end because a lot a lot of times we're just trained and we're told you have to do it this way there's a way for everything to happen there's a way, and it's just like screw, screw the pleasantries, mm-hmm. you know, screw that. I don't have that right now, and what I'm gonna give you is what's true, and and that's sometimes what we have to get to to get to where we need to be. And we may never understand, our loved ones may never understand, but that is the way it is. Um, I remember just the other day, somebody was talking about insecure and they were talking about how that Nathan guy uh basically uh ghosted Issa and I was like isn't there something that you can say <laughs> before you flee the scene for whatever reason you feel like it's necessary to cut you know to ghost someone mm-hmm. and the person I was asking it was Unicorns Talk podcast because she it was her uh little post and she was like for your sanity and your health you can do what you got to do and nobody has to understand. You don't have to tell anybody, mm. right? You no, do true. what you have to do for your sanity. And I know that to be true. I do. I really, really do. But I was like, but honestly, isn't there something <laughs> you can say, right? Especially if you think you're going to come back. But it's like, that's true. Like, we don't understand how selfish we get to be when mm. it comes to our health and our sanity. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. No, that's real. Cause I, I do think in that in that time on both ends, the person who is um giving the love is like, Oh, I want the best for you. Like and I wanna be a part of that, a part of your process and I wanna be a part of your, you know, whatever day to day. And then also the person receiving the love, whether they feel like they are loved or not. Um, when things are happening, they they both it's almost a selfish like two selfish people giving and receiving in a way where you're like oh yeah I love feeding off the love that this person is giving me which is also in the way when it's time to get redeemed and the other person is not giving you that same love back for their safety like yeah I can't let you 
I can't let you be close to me like that. And I can't and I can't love you like I used to because I did that a couple times before and and it don't it don't feel right this time. Um Right. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that in a way essentially just to be like it is for our safety and it's fine to be selfish, but it's also you don't have to justify that either. Like I don't have to tell you, "Hey, look man, I can't be close to you like that because you did something to me because the other on the other end that also fires off in that person, the opposite person to be like, I'm going to just do or say whatever so we can be close again. And you're like, yeah, right. no, I know you don't really mean that. You just wanted mm-hmm. to go back to the way it used to be. And I'm one of those people like I, I really would work to do the thing like, oh, I don't ever want that thing to happen again. But then it would just be a cycle again. Either we, we stop communicating or we stop doing something or it just don't feel right. And we trying to pretend that it feel right. Uh, right and, and yeah and it was like you said instead of having that conversation and being like yo i still care about you and you're dope and i man i wish you the best but we just can't do it the way we used to um, right and so yeah no, that's really real yeah we we don't realize how how much we like hate the fact that we're dysfunctional but how how used to we are to that dysfunction mm-hmm. so we 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 will we will fight. We will part the sea for our dysfunction if we don't be careful. You know, yeah. we will we will go out of our way to make sure we we have our natural patterns going on in our life, and we don't even realize it. But we are all just trying to make what we're used to. Mm. And and you kind of you like I said like. Right now, I'm rebelling against my people pleaser because my people pleaser is going to keep me in the same place, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not. <laughs> so that's why I'm rebelling. Yeah, but like you said, it's for your own safety, right? Like you're for my for, own safety. You're like for your mindset, essentially being like, I'm not trying to get caught up in these likes. I ain't trying to get caught up in these plays. I just want to do what feels good and put out the content and and be received well but i can't be making the show that somebody wants me to make i can't be you know um doing what other people think i should be doing because that's not who i am and i and i respect that right right that is it that is it in a nutshell so redemption are you redeemed? And it's a question you have to ask yourself, I guess. You have to ask yourself, am I redeemed? Because mm-hmm. if you if you are looking for your redemption in another, you will never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You just won't. That's true. I, I, they, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even know where to start. Like, I, I know we're going to bring this to a close, but um, have you ever, like, I've watched a lot of different intervention shows or whatever, mm-hmm. where the person has to go away to get help to go to rehab. Mm-hmm. And while I know the family know it's the best thing, sometimes there's people who are very reluctant to release the people to go to rehab. Like, they're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss them, mm-hmm. even though they know it's the best thing for them, right? And there's been uh, there's been people like that I know personally that 
have people that they needed to go to rehab. And they're like, rehab is good, right? And you're just like, yeah, you know, like I wouldn't tell anyone not to go to rehab if they need it. I would never. But it's like, I hear your question. You're not asking me if rehab is good. You're asking me if your relationship is going to be okay. And I really want to tell you the relationship that you knew, the relationship that you want will never be the same again. You know, right? it's like we have to allow whatever life gives us that changes us, that we feel like we need redemption from to bring out something new because we may never get our old self back or the what we what we feel like we need to be redeemed or restored to back. Mm. Sometimes the redemption is just restoration. We just want to be restored back to what we were. And that may never happen. So it's really accepting the new who we are today. Yeah. Absolutely. And and a part of that is too, like you said about being selfish. The other person, because um, I have seen those intervention shows where they're like, let them stay at my house or let them do that. That person, without without actually saying it, wants the credit if that person turns the corner, right? Mm. Oh, I stayed at Aunt such and such's house and now I'm off heroin or I'm off whatever and I'm better now. That person mm-hmm. also gets that like piece of like adulation like yeah look like look i could look i saved them i helped save that person um right. because they also don't get to feel useful when that person is down and out so if they go away mm-hmm. to some facility in florida or wherever they send them off to and they come back and they don't need anybody and they can function that other person feels useless mm-hmm. and so then they're like oh like you said is our relationship going to be the same because really what you're saying is, am I still going to be needed? Right. And and answered normally, for the most part, if this rehab works, there's no. You won't. Yeah. You won't, you won't be needed, but that's a good thing. Yeah. So that, you know what, I, I when my first year podcast and I used to always talk about um, Codependent No More, a book by a book by uh, Melody Beattie. Mm-hmm. And people do not realize how codependent they are. And usually you're looking at the other person, like other people who are linked to you as being codependent because they need you for this, that, or the third. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, it's like a codependent codependency. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need them to need you just as much. You need them to factor you into their day. You need them to have this alcoholic pro- this alcoholism problem so they can require things of you that you wouldn't have to do for someone who was healthy like it goes both ways mm-hmm. and so people you just have to realize like oftentimes when someone in our life is like going through something that is like traumatic and you know life altering it's also possibly like an outside reflection of something that's going on internally in you as well it's just like an outward view of it. Mm. So sometimes we just have to, I guess, kind of just be aware enough of what's going on around us that this possibly is something that I am going through in a sense in my own right, but I get to see it act out in someone else. Yeah. No, that's real. 
So that is that. <sighs> I don't know. You know, we know what we've been through in this conversation, but <laughs> <laughs> if you're good, I'm good. And I have enjoyed talking about it and just the conversation. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, this, it's been a minute in the making. So I really appreciate you for having me on. Um, I think this is a good conversation for podcasters, people trying to become uh, media personalities and people who are, you know, whatever, even trying to find their way back. So, yeah, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Just Say Words Pod on Instagram. Uh, you can find the show on Facebook at Facebook.com uh, backslash Words Pod. You can also go to poddealers.net. Um, you can find some dope content over there as well. And, um, and yeah, go subscribe and listen to the show. Just Say Words uh, podcast. Find it everywhere you find dope podcasts. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And that's it. Thanks again. That's it. Thank you. Hello, 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 hello. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out Jay from Just Say Words. Please check out the Raining Opinions podcast. Please check out the Shades of Grey podcast. Please, please, please. Please understand that's not me begging. That's me enjoying saying the word please. Anyway, do not neglect your dreams. Stop denying your truth and have an awesome week.